Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Detention Football Show. As always, I'm here, it's Grego, with my wonderful co-host, Potty, Cozzy, Berta. How are we going, fellas? Jump in, come on, chirp up. Fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. Have you got a round of applause this week, boys? Come on. Great. When rightly, s- rightly so. Something yeah, I think so. I think so. When you said wonderful co-host, I was looking around, so yeah, I'm happy to get the nod. Oh, mate, come on. We've got some new members on the team, you reckon? (laughs) (laughs) Some funny ones? (laughs) I feel like I've been hit for six, but in a good way. Hit for six? Yeah, I'm top of the world. Okay. Oh, yep. You're still on your high from winning the league, are you? Yeah. Yeah, we've got one better. We've won the after league Oh, yes, the six. Okay, yeah, it's a little... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we were all avoiding you on Monday. It's an absolute inconsiderate mark to our West... um, Remark to our West Ham supporters, really, Mm. isn't it? Mm, True, Just kicking them while they're down. Uh, How are we going, fellas? Yeah, really good. Yeah, Um, really good. As I said, yeah, good result on the weekend. Some good good games on the weekend, again, we're going to get into. So, looking Mm. forward to it. Mm. Yeah. Um, anything caught your eye, guys? Anything you'd like to jump in on? What? Just, just a quick one. You, you released a stunning fact last week about Liverpool and their yep. 2019 Champions League winning team. And you pricks didn't believe me, and no, you I sat didn't. spent I five did. minutes googling I it while did. I was trying I, to tell. I spent a solid portion of time in the car park post podcast just checking. I digress. No, but it just and then. Later that evening, I caught up with the esteemed um, Mark Costa at the Whoopi Six Aside competition. Great mm. competition, by the way, for those out there. Um, and he showed me something on his phone, and it was that exact thing that we spoke about during the podcast. It had come up on his phone, not what, two hours, yeah. two hours later? So. Mm. Yeah. Our phones are listening. Phones are listening. Phones are listening. So I mean, you got off. The last time Cosy showed me something off his phone, it was grossly inappropriate and shouldn't be talking about here on the podcast. <laughs> but I mean, um, that's all our phones, isn't it? <laughs> look, Berta, rumour has it that not only did you sit out in the car park and look at the lineup, but you then played the highlights of uh, Istanbul. <laughs> the miracle of Istanbul. Oh, the miracle. No, that, that's it, that sits on top of the speaker at home in the DVD case. Right next to it. You've seen it. You boys have mm, seen it. Right mm. next to the ball. And that, yeah, that takes pride of place. Yes. The, even the dogs can't knock that off. They're getting the But shit. did it mean you had to treat yourself like an amusement park out in the car park <laughs> as well? <laughs> well, not quite the environment. Allegedly, allegedly. 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 I've, I've seen his oh. Liverpool memorabilia. It's a good contraception. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, something's caught my eye, fellas. Uh, Michael Owen. Now, I just want to throw it out there for the listeners, for everyone around. Did Michael Owen sleep with Sergio Reggion's mum? No, because don't. have you seen the photo? Evidence would suggest. Have yeah. a look at this. Yeah. That's Michael Owen with his son. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a young Michael Owen next to him. Yeah, and it looks it's identical wow. to Sergio yeah, right. Reggion. And um, you know, Reggion, he's yeah, he's having a bit of fun with it. He wrote a tweet to Michael Owen, Dad, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, playing into it. That's the way you do. You treat things like that. Uh, you know, f- footballers, professional athletes, take note. Have yep. a laugh with it. Well, I'll mm. tell you one person who wasn't having a laugh. Uh, son from Tottenham. So what caught my eye this Ooh, week? Oh, sticking with son. Yeah, yeah. So not the favourite son, apparently. I, I thought you were going to say Sergio Reggion's mum because she didn't get a slice of Michael Owen. Ooh, but no, anyway. No, no. no so, yeah, he, uh, I don't know whether you boys caught it on the weekend. He was playing with some dislocated fingers. Yep. And I thought, oh, that's a bit strange, you know, like footballers, that's a strange injury for a footballer. So I looked into mm. it. And apparently uh, over in the Asian Cup, in, uh, before their, uh, one of their games, the game they actually lost the yep. day before, um, the team was sitting around at dinner and some of the team... Now, this I don't want to get too um, far left on this one, but... Um, Barracuda? The, the South, <laughs> South Korean team uh, were big fans of ping pong. 
Well, Southeast Asian holiday, <laughs> you cannot get away with so the boy, a bit of ping pong, the can boys you? boys were just scoffing down their foods because they wanted to get to the ping pong table. like they, yeah. And then Sun thought that was a bit disrespectful because he's the captain. Mm. So a bit of a scuffle ensued and that's how he dislocated his finger in a bit of a scuffle yeah. with his teammates. So yeah. there you go. Well, Imagine that. I thought it was going to be a way better story about how he dislocated his fingers <laughs> than playing ping pong, yeah. especially in Southeast Asia. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah, it could have gone anywhere, that yeah, one. I, yeah, I'm going to leave full stop right there. Yeah. I mean, uh, and one of his teammates walked out and he obviously said, don't let the sun go down on me. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, a final little thing that's caught my eye, guys. Um, a bit of a controversial statement that came out on the, on the um, Sky Sports. They have, obviously have the show there. They have Ian Wright. Um, Gary Neville, Jamie Carragher and Roy Keane, all pundits, and they were sitting around talking and the the chat around football being clean came up and there was some pretty, you know, upfront remarks made in relation to, you know, well, when we were playing, we just knew some of the Italian teams of the 90s were, I mean, they just had a gas tank. They just had it and it was actually quite... Like, I was quite taken aback by it. Like, they they didn't obviously name names or name teams at the time, but, you know, I thought I'd just pose the question, a bit of an ethical question to you guys, how clean is football? I mean, when we look at the amount of players who are getting popped for performance-enhancing drugs, it's very, very small. Mm. Um, however, it sometimes can be surprising. If you think Paul Pogba in recent times getting done you'd think a player with the world at his feet a world cup winner you like but why but is it just he was unlucky and it is actually far more prevalent uh, prevalent than we're giving it credit what do you reckon oh i i reckon it's definitely i i reckon there would um there are definitely more cases out there than showing up in the media and professional mm. sport the pressure that's on these athletes to perform you look at the rigors of um the EPL and the yeah. amount of games they have to play, their recovery time, the backup that they need. I, yeah, like obviously allegedly, but yeah, yeah, I, I'd have to assume that it's happening. What do you reckon, Berta? What are, what are we talking about here? Just the just the odd. Oh, I mean, I don't want to point fingers, but no, no. From blood doping, sort of. Look, I, I mean, just performance, you know, illegal, you know, yeah, illegal okay. use of performance-enhancing drugs. You know, I mean, I'm not pointing fingers at clubs, you know, having asthma, like in Liverpool, but, I mean, and needing puffers, but uh, allegedly. allegedly yeah. Everything's allegedly. That's when the wind gets up and the pollen gets in their <laughs> respiratory system. Oh, that's when the pitch, the pitch is dry. Oh, the pitch is dry. dry. Oh, sorry, I told you that's why it's a, nah, yeah, yeah. The pitch. moisture in the air. But yeah. in saying that, you, you know... and about turf gear. Anyway. <laughs> In fairness, though, like, I mean, clubs are, and, you know, performance scientists within clubs are going to push the threshold. They're going to f try and work within the rules, the rules that they're given. The rules are constantly being changed. But it's crazy to think that with that constant flux of rules and the real expertise that works within football clubs that there aren't players who are seeking... Like, most of them have their own trainers. Mm. You know, it'd be crazy to think that some aren't seeking you know, supplementation outside of the realms of the rules. Yeah, I think um, most of the cases that you see where players get themselves into trouble, it's recovery from injury and it's trying to get back onto the paddock. I don't, mm. I don't know whether performance-enhancing drugs have that big uh, role in playing the game of football, as in if the players want to get onto the field, but after that, you know, it's not going to affect them day-to-day -day type thing. So, yeah, the, the ones that are recovering from injuries, they're the ones that I think they might look for. But it raises a good point. How much drug testing goes on, I don't know. Mm. You know, how thorough are they? So well, I can only speak for rugby league because that's what I've experienced and not much. <laughs> I, I, 100%. It would absolutely gobsmack the public if they knew how much drug testing went on because oh, right, it's not yeah, much. Yeah. I thought you meant not much rugby league. No, no, no. There's yeah. not much testing whatsoever. You're in the lottery. So basically they can turn up, so it's the risk of you know, them being able to turn up at any time and test and you've got to run that risk. Because they can knock on your door, can't they? Absolutely. Mm, yeah. But you know, in terms of the smarter, like you have to be an elite level to afford the programs that are going to guarantee you immunity from mm. being found out. Mm. You know, and I don't think there's many athletes from a rugby league perspective who can afford that in the NRL and like. But when we talk about professional football... That's a different ball game. It's a completely different ball game. They're, it, they're elite athletes with elite trainers 
they're pushing the boundaries of everything to get mm. to that elite status. So you would have to say that all signs would point to yes, that mm. it's happening, whether we know about it, whether we don't. But to say it's is the question, the original question was, is football clean? You could pretty much allegedly, because that's the favourite word of this podcast, say no. Yeah. I tell you, one player who's not clean. Oh, here we go. So we, we are naming names. Yeah. We <laughs> are naming names. This, wow. is, this is a news report that's just come through. So, um, a Dutch footballer. I don't know whether you guys saw this. Dutch footballer sentenced to six years jail for smuggling no less than one thousand three hundred kilograms of cocaine. Oh man! That, from Brazil to that's got nothing to do with performance enhancing. <laughs> that just tells me that this bloke likes to party. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's. Brazil to the Netherlands. There you go. So you got six years. Thirty-two year old. <laughs> he's now in Moscow. He's playing in oh, in yeah. Russia, and yeah. they're having trouble extraditing him. But although Ben party Cousins, animal. Yeah. <laughs> to digress from the football, Ben Cousins, two thousand and five, would suggest that cocaine does performance enhance. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm. You're not going to throw an allegedly, allegedly in there. <laughs> no, I don't think I have to. We don't have to on that. Oh, and there is there such is life. There's a classic <laughs> clip that came up on my Instagram the other day, and it's. Goes around and it seems to pop up every now and again. It's Diego Maradona. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he goes and he scores. That's why he's the GOAT. It lets me fair income. It's not about, you know, he was a cheat. We all know that, but he liked to party. I oh, think yeah. that's why everybody loves him. But this one was one, um, he, he scores a goal and all the players around celebrating and the trainer runs out and he's oh, got yeah. a little thing and he gives it to him and he sniffs it with his, you know, finger and whatever. And Smelling salts. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> so, uh, all right, we've had a bit of a bit of a dig on that one, but I, I'd love to hear what any of the listeners, if you want to hit us up on the socials, Facebook, uh, Instagram and the like, if you've got anything you'd like to add to that, any, uh, any allegedly's, mm. throw them in there. Um, Rightio, guys, headline of the week. Potty, what do you got? Just one for the me this week, mate. I've gone down the selfish route. It's uh, evidence-based. Uh, appeal for points deduction is imminent. So it's meant to be coming out any time mid-February. Uh, so uh, with evidence slipping back into the relegation zone and haven't had a win since before Christmas, uh, you know, big week coming up, I'd say, for the Toffees. And there's going to be a few mm. clubs uh, watching this space. Obviously, the grubs out there who've been cheating for many years who look like they're finally going to get their due. Not again, Forrest. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yep. Um, Are yeah. you telling me that the club who signed 40 players in one window is... <laughs> being looked at oh Grego come on mate just stop it stop it accusations everywhere no I'm today. not saying they're being looked at they might not be at all yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's it's a cover ah <laughs> uh, very good um Cozzy what do you got mate I know you're itching to get this one out oh yeah so candy cane things are not so sweet in Germany <laughs> So I'm touching. We're, I'm diverting a bit towards uh, the overseas football here, but um, with mm. Bayern Munich's loss this morning in the Champions League uh, mm. away to Lazio, um, and they're out of their uh, local German Cup and they're struggling in the league. So just mm. is it a curse, boys? Munich versus Lazio. I just need to jump in the there. Cane Was curse. Sari punching durries? <laughs> on the sideline this morning because I mean you know that's a, that's a very relevant question when it comes to Lazio. Well, he's in Italy, so it's you know fair game, fair game, I guess. Fair but game. yeah, so okay. a lot of talk around the curse of Kane going around. So yep. he's you know left Tottenham and moved over to Germany. Who uh, Bayern Munich have won title after cup after league after whatever for mm. numerous years and now they look like going trophyless for the first time in mm. I think I saw somewhere it was 400 years or yeah. something like that and but five points behind Leverkusen too for the Bundesliga yeah, yeah. so it's a lifelong fan I'm very happy with that mate. <laughs> there's a bit of a theory that it's an Arsene Wenger uh, plan all the way along because uh, he brought in tinfoil hats. Get him yeah. out. He yeah. brought in Granite Jacker and trained him up, and then sent him to Leverkusen the oh, same really? time that he, um, Harry Kane arrives at Bayern Munich Jeez. just to stuff up Bayern Munich. That's and a Harry that's, Kane. A, that's so a long game. He's mate. a genius. That's a, yeah, that's oh, a he's <laughs> a genius, mate. Genius. I mean, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I've got another one for you, boys. Yep. So waiting in the wings the b secure replacement star so this come across the desk uh earlier in the week brentford have actually gone ahead and signed a striker for the july so mm. they're already getting their ivan tony replacement in yep so a 22 year old brazilian who goes by the name of tiago tiago that's like smith in brazil <laughs> tiago or silver silver's another one yeah so 
Igor. Is it? Yeah. Igor Tiago. Mm. So he's been playing. Apparently he's a gun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've watched his highlights, his two-minute clip, Welcome to Brentford. You know how they put those up oh, every time someone signs on YouTube. And, I mean, you don't have to do any scouting other than watch those. Yep. Mm. Plays yeah. in Belgium, Club Bruges. So yeah. Ivan Tony yeah. Go on, on the way out. Five-year contract, so they're in for the long run. Yeah. Oh, they'll sell him too. They played Champions League in the, before they didn't make it. So he's played quality football then. He hasn't just come from the streets of Rio. Yeah, no, he's um, played in the Conference League. He played okay, for yeah. Ludogratz, which is Swiss, I think. But, yeah, he played a bit in Europe as well. Yep, absolutely. Because you have just nailed it this week. Like I can't even, I can't even step in there for a laugh. You've absolutely hammered it. I saw your finger they're hovering not from, over um, the laugh button. No, no, no. But they're oh, not from yeah. Switzerland. They're from Bulgaria. So you, I mean, oh, it could be perfect. They're close, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> down the, just a couple just of just ru- couple of rungs of communism will get you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, not anymore. Love Bulgaria. Mm. That's me. Um, rightio, Berta, what's your headline, mate? All right, couple of, couple of quick ones. Um, first of all, I heard read today Roy Hodgson's to be imminently sacked. So mm. keep your eye on that. In the next twenty four to forty eight was was the article. Um, bouncing off what you said, Cos, um, as a Liverpool fan, I'm, I'm rapidly turning into a to a Bayern Munich fan because if they don't start winning, Tuchel's going to get the ass. And Zabi Alonso, as we might have discussed mm. this morning, could then uh, yep. transfer to Bayern, Bayern Munich and not take the Liverpool job, which would be worrying. So, and then I, th- I thought you were going to say that Tuchel will get the sack and he'll come to Liverpool. That's what you wanted. Oh, oh, that'll probably happen too. No way, no, <laughs> no. Um, and off the back of... I don't want to touch on it too much because I notice it's Grego's... Grego's headline, but um, so far this year, VAR have made 20, 20 VAR errors that have, that have led to results of being being affected in the EPL. Now, 20% of those have been against Liverpool, so do your <laughs> math there. One fifth, well, you've done it for us. One so. fifth. I thought Potty said he was going to be selfish today. <laughs> <laughs> now, and then they want to go and throw more on the ref's plates... And VARs, why introducing another bloody card? Okay. Oh. Are we serious? Yeah. Mm. I'm hearing you. Mm. I agree, but are you really pretending like you care about the refs here? You're not just having a, mm. you know, having a chop. Well, having I'm just a saying, chop about the, Liverpool. The, the refs are on. The, they're on duress. They can't make things. <laughs> they can't do it right. They've, they've, they've obviously they can't see red correctly. There's, there's 20 VAR errors, and they're going to go. He have more to do. Are we suggesting some colour blindness? Yeah. I'm suggesting that they're useless, and they're going to try and make <laughs> them do more. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, that was my short, sharp, snappy headlines for the week. Well done. Very good, mate. Okay, my headline of the week, just bouncing off the back of Berta there. The game is turning blue. Administrators continue to try and suck the life out of football boys with their new proposal of the blue card. Mm. Now, Potty, I'm going to utilise your experience as a bit of an example here, but what's a blue card to you? A blue card? A blue card tells everyone that you're not a sex offender, mate, if you're from <laughs> Queensland. Oh, so yeah, why, sorry, do they wa- why do they How want do to introduce <laughs> this into football? Should they be taking blue cards away from players? Now, Let's cl- keep it to consistent. Clarify, to clarify, I as an individual don't know this. This is a statewide issue. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> for, for somebody... <laughs> Somebody who's taught in Queensland, yeah. you would know what a blue card is. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, basically, be clear what I'm thinking is, should every player not start with a blue card just to keep some worldwide consistency and let's not, you know, we don't want to be alleging players with sex offences, you know, and then they get a blue card to exonerate them. But I'm just thinking, it is, it's a crazy initiative. Like, mm. Paul Merson, now bless his cotton socks, I love him as a pundit because he's hilarious. Mm. Um, He just shoots from the hip. But he spoke the most sense over the weekend when they talked about it, when he just said, how is this going to improve the game? Teams are just going to game with it like they always have. They're going to, if you go down to 10 men 
for a certain period of time, how boring is the game going to be for that 10 minutes? Because you're just going to put the ball into the corner. You're just going to defend. You're going to park the bus. You're going to play negative football to try and ride out that time until your player comes back on. And if we think about it like that, I mean... Of course that's going to happen. You're going to, ga- you're going to time waste, there's going to be gamesmanship, and it's, oh, I think it's just that simply is, it's a no for me. Mm. I, I think it's stupid. It, ha- it has to be a no. Like we, we've, already, we've already got enough mm. opportunities in a game that we stop and start it and review things for 15 minutes and get it wrong. Like, no. Just my understanding is that it's coming in for dissent. Is that one of the main things, dissent and... Dissent, yeah, but also too, I think, for cards deemed greater than a yellow, not quite a straight red. Mm, what does that mean? Well, there like you go. There, yeah, that's there you go. Pandora's on. box there, yeah. isn't it? Oh. Absolutely. And I think that's the problem. Like Bert has mentioned, there, there's enough on the plates of, you know, the referees when it comes to VAR hanging over their shoulder, this, that and the other. Imagine having another layer where the VAR steps in and goes, no, that's it's not a straight red. I think that's going to be a blue, mate. Mm. So does two blues equal a yellow? Two blues is a red. Ah. Yes. So if you get a blue and then you get another offence, whether it be a yellow or whatnot after it, you are off. Okay. That, but, you know, the fact that it's got that... Uh, tells us at least they've thought about it, but I, I still don't think. Mm. Yeah, for me. Why it's don't we have seven different cards? Why seven? don't we? Yeah, well, mm. well, let's get an orange card in there as well. You know, what about a a fluoro pink card? You know, is that the sex like that. offenders card in Northern Territory? Oh, who knows, mate? Who knows? Like, let's yeah. just let's just complicate the shit out of it. Come on, like I haven't heard much positive press around it. No. no. Well, yeah. You no. can't. And, and there's the point about, I'm not sure who made it, it might have been Jurgen Klopp was saying about the goalkeepers. Mm. So if your goalkeeper gets a blue card, 10 Ken, minutes yeah, on the sideline, you've got to put an outfield player yeah. in goals or you can bring a goalkeeper on, but then you when the goalkeeper comes back, you've got two goalkeepers on the field. You can't bring him... The, yeah. Like he's on. That's a substitution, the one you've substituted on. So. How good would it be to see a goalkeeper's player having to play in outfield, though? <laughs> like that would be pretty fun. Oh, I'm, I, I'm vibing with it now. Well, that goalkeeper we saw earlier in the year that scored that yeah. worldie, he, I thought he you could were, get a run out in the field. Well, I thought you were going to suggest that Jürgen wanted it for a dry pitch. So, well, well, you know, blue card for a dry pitch. Blue card. Okay. Mm. Um, he just does not deserve a promotion. Oh, well, that's nice. Do you like it? That's well done. That's a, yeah, 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 I think so. Um, look, let's cut the shit and stop frothing over the new toys, boys. Um, I'm like deserve there's still so much for him to do for me to be thinking of a top job. I know uh, inevitably with Liverpool's position coming up, Pep's probably got another two or three years at City and there's talk about, you know moving on to the next thing, but I, I just can't see... I think, is can Graham Potter not be a lesson for most of the clubs out there that, you know, just because somebody's doing well within a system doesn't mean necessarily it's them and their success is going to translate immediately to your club, especially if you are a big club. Like, I, I think we're just getting to the point now once managers start getting on a bit of a run... They're then earmarked for the a top job at one of the big clubs who might not be or might be deemed as underachieving. Mm. Yeah. Well, in this case, yeah, no, he does not des- deserve a promotion. But You're let's welcome. go back to to Liverpool. Would would you say that Z- Zabi de- deserves one? Is um. It, is, it, is it? Does he deserve something as big as Liverpool, or is there going to be another step before? That, so Chabi Alonso, yeah. I think the difference between Chabi Alonso is the the player that he was. So he's basically walked out of being one of the the most revered midfielders in world football who has played at the biggest clubs in the world. Yeah. You know, uh, Real Madrid and Bayern Munich. It doesn't get much bigger than that. Mm. I don't know where else he played. Mm. Um, no you way. know when. <laughs> When you think about players like that who then step into management, have a philosophy who have worked under some of the, you know, the greats to then move into management, have success, I think that's a lot different to uh, a Deserby, a Potter who's sort of done those apprenticeships at lower league clubs and then steps up into a Premier League position. I, I, yeah, I can see the difference, but I, I can definitely see where your argument is there yeah. in terms of... I mean, and... Is that me thinking, what did Pep do at Barcelona? And we're looking for that again? 
because that may be just a once in a lifetime occurrence where a, well i think uh, his roster yeah. helped yeah, yeah that did yeah so. and supplements yeah. allegedly not clean yeah. either <laughs> <laughs> i reckon there's there's three types of jobs in the premier league there's the the top level job you know the superstar coaches You've got the middle of the pack, you know, they're trying to work with what they've got, they're intelligent managers, they get results, they get safety, might get Europe, and then you've got the bottom strugglers who just are there for results, they just want to win games because they've got to just survive. Mm. So I, I don't know whether he makes it into that superstar bracket. Yeah. Like he's doing very well for that middle bracket, and but, yeah. So, so when we look at Unai Emery, mm-hmm. you know, he did not succeed at Arsenal but he's having success at Villa, you would say. He had some really good success at Villarreal. Mm. You know, does Unai Emery command a top job again? Or he, I think he commands an interview for a top mm. job, but to say that he should step straight into a big position, or is Unai Emery doing the best work at the best possible place he could be yeah. at this current time at Villa? The argument I heard, of, I mean, Chris Sutton on, um, on BBC had a massive argument with one of the uh, West Ham fan channels with one of the the presenters there who was on the show about West Ham wanting fans often you know calling for David Moyes to move on are they going to get better than David Moyes well he took them they've tried Pellegrini they've tried Slavin Bilic they've tried these other guys David Moyes won them silverware yeah that's it that's what I mean so the fans are going we want to play better football we want to do this it's like you know Everton they got Sean Dyche. They know what they're getting with yeah. Sean Dyche. You know what I mean? And it's safety. Mm. That's what they're Relegation. after. <laughs> oh, <laughs> points deduction. No, um, Cheating. So no, being oh. smoothed. <laughs> Just oh. on the Moyes point, like he, he's arguably their best manager ever. Like he's got them into Europe three years in a row. He's won them a European trophy. He, yeah, he got there and the club was a not a sleeping giant, but it's a big club that wasn't doing very well. And I was listening to something this morning that said when he got there, they had one scout. West Ham United had one scout when he started there. And now they've got, you know, how can a Premier League club have yeah. one scout? So yeah. he's reformed that club. And but it, it's like he did the opposite at United. <laughs> so when he came to United, he sacked all the scouts <laughs> and all the coaching staff and went, I'm here on my own. They're, they're and how'd that go for him? when they're unemployed. <laughs> so he knew he was going to West Ham. So yeah. oh, wow. put him on the scrap heap. Yes. Uh, Rightio, guys. Any other talking points? Any that? Rightio, it's because you drunk Uncle Trivia. Let's go. Okay, so I thought... <laughs> Bit of a round of applause for Cos. I've got to get that at the start, not at the end, because you don't know where this, this is going to go. No, so no, no. We've good. got faith in you, mate. Okay, boys. So we, I saw the headline about the blue card, and that got me thinking about yellow cards in the Premier League and mm. noticed a story... Uh, this morning that said uh, so far in the Premier League this season there's been about 150 odd yellow cards mm-hmm. and it's way above yeah Casemiro's got 75% way, of way well we're going to get to that uh, way above what that season average is it's nearly double for what the total season is like it's it's out there mm. so I've got some statistics on yellow uh, yellow cards and fouls so I'm just going to run through some questions here here we go question number one who has the most Premier League Premier League yellow cards this season? Club or uh, no player? Most we'll go player first. No, you mean club? Club player. Yep. Um, yeah, and we'll go clues if you want to jump in there. Uh, Gregor. Yep. Uh, let's go with. Let's go with a sober sly. No. 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 I just threw that out there. Bird is just shaking his head. I just threw it out there. So we've got two players that are on top with nine. It's not Casemiro because he's been out yeah. most of the year. Two players on top with nine. One's a Fulham player, one's a Newcastle player. Birda. Fulham, Paulina. Paulina. Correct. Yeah. Well done. Grub. Uh, Grego. Newcastle, Newcastle player. Grego. Let's go for Dan Byrne. No. <sighs> Berta. No. no Another cool. similar type player. He's yeah. a Brazilian as well. Yeah, he's Brazilian yeah, as okay. well. Gilmera. How do we say it? Gilmera's? 
Gilmarez. You're asking me how to pronounce it, yeah, something? Is pronounce it Gilmarez? Yes, it is. Gilmarez. Gilmarez. Yeah. I thought it was maybe Joel Linton. No, 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 he's uh, not on the list. How uh, do we say it? Help, help. Good. It's uh, it's Gimaresh, but I had a I had a, a colleague at school who had it was the same last name. It was Gumares. Gumares. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's Gimaresh. They'll Gim- say it on on commentary. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think uh, the next one there's there's about five players that have eight yellow cards in the Premier League. Do you want to try and guess one of those boys? So. Someone close to our heart at this table here is in the list. Close Not Casemiro. Berta. Bruno Fernandez. No. Close to our heart. Mm. Who do we mention a lot? Uh, uh, we've got two strikers that are in there. Grego. Oh, I've got one. Moses Casado. <laughs> no. Oh, come on. <laughs> Berta. Darwin Nunez. Correct. Eight yellow cards mm. and 22 fouls. And fucking 45 <laughs> missed attempts. And 86 <laughs> shots at the woodwork. Um, so, yeah. You want to have a guess of the rest, boys? Berta. Joel Linton. No. Uh, a Chelsea player. A oh, Berta. Enzo. No. Oh, Another striker. Chelsea player. Chelsea striker. Mm. Really? Do they have one? <laughs> and surprisingly, because he hasn't spent much time on the field either. Uh, Grego, is it in Ngu? No, Nicholas Jackson. Oh, sorry, Miss Jackson. Yeah. So another West Ham player, another Brentford player. Anthony Gordon's on the list with eight. Mm. That surprises me. Grub. Grub. Yep. <laughs> That's why you got rid of him. Yeah. Well, I didn't get rid of him, but he didn't friggin' play last week. No, just to save it for the save it for the next second. Sorry, Cosy. No, you're right. So this next list is another question. This is the most fouls. So there is a little bit of uh, um, similarity here, but there is surprisingly different. So who's on top? Who has the most fouls? So Paulinho has 33 fouls. Did you He's say? Did you say Paulinho? 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 Did you get that one? No, you didn't. Went over your head. Oh. Um, he's on top with 33 fouls, but he's Poultry? not on top of the most fouls list. Most fouls. Most, most fouls. fouls. Give us a hint. Chelsea? Please. <sighs> They're grubs. Enzo? No. Oh, fuck. Grego, Connor Gallagher. Bit of a golden boy, yeah, correct. Oh, Connor no. Gallagher. Let's get in. How many do you think he's got? Uh, oh. 42. 39. Mm, 37. 50. 50. Oh, where? 50 fouls. And he doesn't make the top yellow He's actually in so my good go. books because did you see him on the weekend when he scored a double? He just f- ripped it into the Crystal Palace fans, celebrated. <laughs> He's a former player. Mm, he was I there on loan, yeah. I love it. <clears throat> no respect there, was there? Yeah, fuck him. Mm. <laughs> oh, sorry, did I say that loud? Right, let's talk about teams, boys. Who's the worst behaved team? So this, this table is the table of the worst... Disciplinary teams in the Premier League. Who do you think's on top? Berta. Chelsea. Chelsea's on oh, top. There you go. Chelsea. Well, Stevie Wonder could see that one. <laughs> yeah, he saw that coming. What are the, who's in the top three, boys? Who do you think? Uh, no. Grego. Let's stick in West London. Let's go with Fulham. No. Berta. Liverpool. No. Not Grubs. Potty. Arsenal. No. Oh, please. We got? Two lower table strugglers that are uh, desperate for points and to avoid relegation. Potty. Potty. Everton. No. Oh, I thought you were having a shot there. <laughs> Burda, Sheffield United. Sheffield United, number two. There you go. <laughs> and in third place is a team that's shown a bit of fight this year. We always pick them as relegation favourites. Uh, Grego, it's either Luton or Bournemouth. I'll go. Hey, I'm just looking for some body language here. Just body. hover over that incorrect button. Ah, uh, no. Neither of those were right. Oh. So, <laughs> so yeah, so we thought they were gone. We thought they were done and dusted this year. We didn't give them a chance. Better wolves. Correct. Well oh. done. So that's the top of the table. Who's at the bottom of the table? Who are the best behaved teams in the Premier League? Who are the best three? 
Mm. Who do you think? Grego, I'm going to say Man City. Yeah. yeah. Correct. I just they're, they're number 20, so... Yeah. So that's the best behaved team. Best behaved oh, team, okay. yeah. Off the field, apparently. Yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> um, best behaved. Best behaved. Who's not picking up the cards? Who's boring as fuck? <laughs> Berta. Aston Villa. No. No. Grego. Aston Villa are fourth on the list. Grego. A team who plays similar football. Brighton. No. <sighs> Brighton number eight. Hmm. I can't remember who the ones at the lower down were so <laughs> on the other list. So I'm going to go – I'll go Arsenal again. Yep, correct. Hey, well there done. you go. So is there a theme here? That okay. The top, the top to be teams are better behaved. So no, not am necessarily. Gonna, no. Am I going to drive Gregor, myself into a brick let's wall? Let's go Aston Villa. No, Aston Villa are fourth. I just, I high line. No, we, is high line, is that a clue, is it? Um, Those no. who like to play the high line? I can't um, wait, another to London listen, side. Can't wait till you listen back to it and chop yourself up there because I'm pretty sure about a minute before you said Aston Villa, I said Aston Villa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Can we chop that up? <laughs> yeah, I'll chop it up. Get the producers under yeah. that. <laughs> another London side? <laughs> London side. Just Grego, got Tottenham. No, just got their striker back. Ooh. From a big band. Oh, oh. Big punt. Berta. Brentford. Brentford. <laughs> yes, Berta. Well done. <laughs> hey, Berta takes out for trivia again this week. Well done, yeah, Berta. I couldn't think of the name, so I just had to try it out there. <laughs> <coughs> so, yeah, it makes Berta. some interesting reading. Like, Fulham is down the bottom as well, even though they've got a couple of players in the top. Um, Where's Liverpool on that list? Just seven. Mm. So, the good behaved teams are... Yeah. Everton, yeah. Yeah. Tottenham. Everton's five. Oh. Tottenham, Liverpool, Brighton. Yeah, it's almost like if you you're not doing well, you're going to kick the shit out of someone. <laughs> anyway, uh, fantasy tips, boys. Potty, what do you got, mate? Don't trust anyone. Everything I read last week said Anthony Gordon wasn't playing. Twenty five percent on the yeah. fantasy app. And They're wankers, aren't they? Honestly, they can <laughs> like right off, mate. You don't want to play into his hands, oh, <laughs> mate. They're like dead set. Like no, your seventy five percent chance of playing. You go, this. oh, they're going to play. And I had to say because I could. Like he was, you know, he's walking around in a moon boot. Something, you know, was he going to survive or not? Was the headlines? And next thing you know, he's out playing. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. Did actually work out alright for me, but anyway. <sighs> Anyway. Well, yeah, that's that's my ultimate dilemma this week. Mo Salah returns to training. They've still got the, the you know, the dark yellow dot that says 50%. Yeah. Double game week. What what do you do there? You, you don't put him in for two game weeks. I reckon you use your wild card, mate. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've still got it. Do you? No. No. Um, yeah, just plan. Well, strategy. This is all. That's my headline is strategizing. So strategy is, is the key in when you've got double game weeks, blank game weeks coming up. Mm. Now, like when it comes to, so even Pisa Pedro at Brighton. Wow. Yeah. So I had him in, and I reckon about two and a half minutes before the deadline, he went from yeah. no flag to a 99% chance of not fucking playing. Yeah. And I was left toast. Yeah, but that, that, they can get injured in the warm up, though. So that took you what twenty three points down to eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of it was a blow. Did you beat Salt FC? It was a blow. Ah, uh, Grego's tip of the week, guys. Now listen in, listen in. Use them up, boys. Game weeks. Use your bench boost. Use your wild card. Use them up, boys. Okay, use them up because cup season's coming, and you muppets are going to pay. That's all you've been talking about since I mentioned that yeah, a couple absolutely. of weeks ago. Yeah, I've got hope. Yeah. <laughs> sat, look, 37? Yeah. yeah. I can't keep a secret, guys, but I went and snuck a chat with Potty the other day and I told her, these dickheads don't even realise I'm taking the points. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen in the last couple of weeks, I'm taking the points hits because I know you turkeys are all chasing prime time. So I'm getting all the moves in, losing the points. So when it comes to cup season, I'm ready and raring. Is there any chance you get knocked down the first round by Son FC? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. So I'm relying on you, you I'm relying on you dickheads to use all your, your bench boost and all that, because if you come in with a bench boost, I might be in trouble. Greg's on will not be favourites. Put it that way, buddy. <laughs> Rightio. Cosy, what do you got, mate? Oh, p- 
Plan for the future. Oh, no, sorry. That's bad. <laughs> Hard work's done, boys. It's time to reap the that dividends. That once upon a time, didn't it, Potty? <laughs> yeah. Just ran with it. Hard work's done. Time to reap the dividends. So we've all been patient. We've all been holding on to our chips and our wild cards, but now the time's just to... Speak for yourself. Oh, sorry. Sorry, mate. I forgot about you. But, yeah, now the time's, you know, we've got uh, Liverpool, Man City coming up with a double game week. So there's... I know personally I... Tried to get some, a couple of those guys in. I took a hit last week as well mm-hmm. um, to get those guys in. Um, I know Liverpool have a blank game game week though, so you've got to be careful of that. But yeah, now's the time, boys. To uh, what have we got? About ten rounds left, yeah. so time to throw out your chips. Very good, mm. Berta. What do we got, mate? For my fantasy, yeah, it's done. Plan for the future. Yep, strategy is key. Okay. We'll chop that one up later. Is he too. listening to me at all today? <laughs> no. Did you say it already? Big day. Right, yeah. But who am I? Fast wankers. But who am I? You are one pathetic loser. But who am I? The fuck is that guy? But who am I? Okay, I've just woken up from my uh, mm. induced coma. Um, Potty, who am I? What do you got, mate? All right, lads. I was born in 1981, and from the moment I could walk, I had a ball at my feet, dribbling the ball down the narrow hallways of my and makeshift pitches of my hometown. And it was there my beautiful love for the game Berta. grew. Steven Gerrard. Uh, no, no. Oh, gee. I tried. Went in early. Mm. Uh, from an early age, I, ex- I found myself he didn't, excelling. He didn't mention anything about licking windows, mate. <laughs> <laughs> excelling in aerial duels and towering above defenders and scoring goals, a skill that would later Cozzy. define my career. Yep. Peter Crouch. You got it, Cosy. Oh, <laughs> how did you get that? Cozzy. Oh, wow. The towering gave the towering, it away. Yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah, all right. I thought that one might keep go. Keep going, mate. Keep going. What do we got? 19? What Tell else you got, got in, there? in there? No, that was it. That was it, just towering about it. Uh, My journey in professional football was not without its challenges. Rejection and setbacks were constant companions, testing my resolve and pushing me to the brink of despair. But my unwavering support of family and coaches, I persevered, determined to prove my size was no barrier to success. My breakthrough came when I was spotted uh, by scouts from Spurs who saw beyond my flaws uh, to the raw talent and and potential within. From there, my career began to take flight and I honed my skills. Flight. Flight. You like that one? High jokes here. Yep. On the training ground and earned my place in the first team. But it wasn't until my move to Liverpool that I truly came into my own, forming a formidable partnership with some of the greatest players in the world, allegedly. Um, together we conquered Europe, lifting um, Champions League trophy oh. and etching our names in football folklore. I did that for you, I did that for you, Berta. That'll do. I'm yeah. going to be sick. Yeah, let's get a clean-up over here. Um, Mate, you missed out a lot of shit. I mean, he played for nearly every club in the Premier League. QBR, Portsmouth, Southampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, uh, have you seen his documentary? Yeah, I was pretty sure that it would go fairly early. Yeah. So not as early as Cosy. That was, mate, yeah, was beautiful. Towering. Have you seen his doco on Amazon? No. It's a pisser. You've got to check it out. Peter Crouch's documentary because he's a character. He's a larrikin. Mm. And he does it with his wife, this documentary. It's an absolute rip. I couldn't, couldn't you know, um, advise it more. I was hoping the robot might have got a mention. Yeah. I mean, have you robot. seen that goal celebration? Mm. How tall was he? Six. Was he six nine or something? Was it something stupid? He was like taller that? than me. <laughs> anyway, that's that's a really good radio joke. That one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no sign of a decline this week, guys. No sign of a decline. I mean, we had Ivan Tony last week. But anyway, um, radio. Let's get into the Who Cares report. You are fake news. And you're getting, you're getting named and shamed. You should have gone to Specsavers, Charlie, because I'll tell you what, he's not offside. Well, maybe you should go also then, Jeff, because uh, you couldn't see his drive at home the other night. Constitution, it's Marbo, it's justice, it's law. Look, I, I think the number one factor that should be considered here, who cares? 
Rightio, Birder, it's your time to shine, mate. What do you got for us this week? Yeah, so back to the world-famous, well-researched Two Cares report. Mm. A couple of weeks ago, I think I've, I might have mentioned um, the a couple of players talking about the conditions in Saudi Arabia yeah. having to sit in traffic. Pissing and moaning. Pissing and moaning. Anyway, it's been it's reared its ugly head again oh, with no. Riyad Mahrez's wife. Mm. Um, she did an interview about the living conditions in Saudi Arabia. Absolutely beside herself in tears. Mm. It was a real tug of the heartstrings to know that she's just struggling to live over there in, in, in Saudi Arabia while he's on $3.8 billion or whatever he's on a year. Just mm. like no one gives a fuck what she's she's no. not she's got food in her stomach she's got a roof over her head yeah. shut up bitch i mean the um the kids in ethiopia are yeah you know they're mm. they're with her they understand the the hustle the the grind yeah, the, the, slums, the difficulty the slums of yeah. mumbai but she's she's struggling yeah. because she can't go to a shopping mall speaking about slums isn't it weird like in brazil you know how in rio yep. like everywhere else in the world you go up higher to like you want to live up in the mountains mm. and overlook the city, mm-hmm. but the favelas are up in the mountains mm. and the rich houses are down on the yeah. beach. You don't yeah. want to go, yeah. Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? It's like everywhere else, like you think about LA, it's all you want to be up in the hills. Yep. And Brazil, it's like the opposite. They went, oh, well, we're going to do the other way. Mm. Anyway, just a yeah. Yeah. steep hills there. That's probably got a little bit to do with it. Mm. Geography, yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, I wonder what they're doing for, you know, global warming. I'll, you know, shouldn't they all have solar panels on their favelas? It's, it's a constant struggle. <laughs> <laughs> that was just another who cares thing yeah. Okay We made 42 kilowatts today uh, <laughs> We've actually got a roof <laughs> Look the TV's on uh, Alright so in the Rue corner yeah. um, This is just a, an, uh, an article that came across the desk Breaking news actually The sun um, The sun Yes The sun So, so it's basically Never thought I'd meet a Liverpool fan reading the sun It's basically um, super coach Wayne Rooney mm-hmm. Having <laughs> There's a video of him on the sun um, getting knocked out getting by... The, uh, getting the absolute shit knocked out of him. Um, famously knocked out by uh, Phil Barsley during yeah, a boxing spar in the in kitchen, kitchen 2015. So yeah. so he's got form. So it was just basically... He's 0-1. Basically Wayne Rooney. And he's considering a career or something changing... What? Hang on. Yeah, so basically he was... He wants to fight. ...footage of him... Wanting to be a fighter, getting knocked out in yeah. a, in a kitchen. So so now KSI wants to fight him. Is that what they're they're setting up? Um, yeah, yeah. Getting yeah. into yeah, the Man United has previously messaged him about getting into boxing, and he's obviously that shit at it. But see, this is a piss take. Oh, like I, I I like this. This is fun because they they've got his record <laughs> and they've got him as one fight and one loss, and it's to Phil Bardley in the kitchen. I can buy it. That's fucking piss funny. I like that. That's good. I can And KSI, for anybody who knows me, it's boxing. He's actually had some fights. He's been in there. He's fought a, fought a few people. I so noticed in there they like talk that. about That's Wayne, good. getting Wayne Bridge into the ring as well. Oh, for Wayne oh. Bridge versus uh, John, John Terry. Terry. Ooh, that oh, would yeah. be, I'd pay to watch I don't pay Do to watch they boxing. Touch gloves? But, uh, well, yeah. yeah, I don't pay to watch it, but that's one I'd watch. Yeah. There'd be a bit of, bit of spite there. Mm. Um, just a, now that uh, Potty's left um, again, so I thought I'd add this one too because it's a bit of a kick in the guts for an Everton fan. Um, there was the full time um, post put out, and this is who cares, but I found it really funny uh, from Man City to Everton nil. And um, one of the the comment on it, this is hilarious. It says Calvert Lewin, spelled backwards, is Nywell Trevlack, which means absolutely nothing. And that's exactly what Calvert Lewin has managed to do in the last 17 <laughs> games. How good is that? Like, I mean, the comments, oh. like, some of the people who jump in on those comments, like, take a bow. So that's um, Chief Ock 33FE. I don't think you'll ever hear this, Chief Ock, but we take our hat off to you, mate. Yeah, if, you, well if you do hear it, give us a shout out. Yeah, so, uh, mate, that is a good piss take, that one. But you've got to be careful, Gregor, with those sort of things nowadays because, you know, people's feelings can get hurt. You know, we know social yeah. media can have its effects. On, on the community I've just been past a community service announcement I'd just like to read is that okay we've yeah, got go time for, for that at the yeah. end I, 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 I'm guessing that this is targeted at me but anyway I'm oh thinking no. so or it could um, be me so uh, Manchester United have yeah. apparently oh, 
set up a uh, call centre for fans who are troubled by their current form. So, you know, this is right in, right in your ballpark. Uh, the number is 1-800-101010. Calls the charge peak rate for overseas users as well, so you can they can ring in. So just once again, that number, one eight hundred one nothing one nothing one nothing. You laughed at your own joke at the oh end there. Couldn't help it. That's the hardest so part to take. It was so funny, I forgot to laugh. <laughs> Mate, it reminded me you saying that because we didn't even do our match of the round. We so we'll go back to the match of the round. Match of the round, Potties is Everton versus Palace. Um, However, my one, (laughs) and I'm going to jump in, I'm going to cut you off here. Yeah, no, no, my one is uh, Luton versus Man United. It's not nothing to do with stadiums. This is to do with, they're the two form teams of the league. The two teams who have come in, and they are the form teams of the league at the moment. Look at the stats. Look at the stats. Didn't Luton lose last week? Yeah, but they're form. Oh, okay. They're in form. Yeah, I had that Is as my match of the week. I called it the stadium battle. <laughs> I just thought Manchester United would do really well because I'll feel right at home. <laughs> at Kenilworth Road, yeah. <laughs> Walking through someone's backyard, into the stadium, you know, the roof's falling in. Were we just talking about the slums of Rio? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah, I thought that would be a good game to watch. They'll feel – it'll be like a home game for them. Yeah. All right, I'm going to – look, I'm going to have a serious one. Um, City versus Chelsea because, mm. like, obviously Chelsea are grubs. Um, I just hope City Chelsea just – it's one of those ones, but I just hope they have a day. I think this is a trip-up game for City. I hope so. I, I, I've just got a feeling because they, they, didn't, they didn't set the world on fire during the week with a full-strength str- like team against mm-hmm. FC Copenhagen in the Champions League. And they've got – Brent. Oh, they're good. SC Copenhagen came out of a really good group. Brentford incoming, yeah. Manchester United <laughs> group. Brentford coming, and they've just—I got the feeling they'll think, "Oh, Chelsea, you know that we can rest some players." Mm. And then I just think this is a real trip-up game. I hope so. For, mm. for City, I could be wrong. It could be six-one. Mm. But uh, yeah, you never know what you're going to get with Chelsea, do you? No. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing at the moment. It's hot or cold. Yeah. Um, I think that's it, guys. I think Very we're good. done. Um, I'm hoping, like, I take the piss out of Arsenal a lot on this, and I do stab at Cozzy a fair bit, but I, I just want the listeners to be well aware that if there was any team to win the league, I wanted to be Arsenal. Like, I couldn't think anything worse than City winning another one or Liverpool equaling our title. That was fantastic how you maintained eye contact the whole time. <laughs> With you. <laughs> With me. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners that can't see, obviously. Mm. I had hungry eyes too. (laughs) Rightio, guys, there's another football show in the back pocket. Uh, Punners, anything to add before we go? No. For the listeners? Rightio, guys, as always. Yeah, strong show. Mm. Great performance. Um, You know. Yeah, if you're wondering where Potty is, um, yeah, he's had to go and get his um, his colonoscopy done. Um, I mean. You left in a hurry, didn't just you? Just got to be done. Tablet just kicked in. Once, yeah. a, once a week's questionable for the colonoscopies. But yeah, I mean... Each to their own. Hmm, yeah, I heard he... Must he, have some polyps. No, no, I heard his doctor's got really, really big <laughs> fingers. <laughs> Tony Robbins-like. Yeah. But anyway, that is all allegedly, as we say here on the Sports Attention Football Show. And for all of our listeners, thank you for listening. You know the drill. Get us, like, subscribe. Give us a rating on the, uh, on the Spotify or the Apple, iTunes, Google, whatever you listen to us on. Give us a rating. Get us in the algorithm. Give us a pump. Share us on your social threads. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you. Thank you. And we say goodnight, Australia. <laughs>